days, for those of you who delight in dread, who fantasize about fear, who glorify gore, welcome. You have found the place where the horror returns. Listeners, beware. This podcast contains major plot spoilers in the foulest of language. Join us in celebrating the old and the new, the best and the worst in horror. Returns. And for all of you who delight in dread, fantasize about fear, and glorify gore, welcome home. This is the podcast that proves the horror never ends. Each episode, we seek out and review a brand new horror movie, or something close to a horror movie. Uh, then we go back and find a classic work with similar themes. Uh, we're always going to include spoilers for the new film, but we are going to wait until the very end of the show to spoil it. And we will let you know before we do so with a spoiler alert. If you don't wish to hear the spoilers, just turn us off at that point, and we promise you won't miss a thing. Now, we generally assume you guys have seen the classic film, uh, so there's always going to be spoilers when we discuss any movie that's been out for at least a year. The other thing that we may do from time to time is use a few four-letter words. This is a horror podcast, and horror movies do tend to be R-rated, so you can pretty much expect us to be, too. I'm Lance, and uh, with me, as always, my co-host, uh, Brian and Philip. Philip's back from, uh, well, he's he, he's not back from Florida. He's still there, but he's on the recording with us. How's it going, Phil? Uh, good. Sitting in the sunshine state, ready to go back to Disney World again tonight. <laughs> All right, we also got our good friend Kevin Nez from uh, Skater Nez Podcast Net- Network. If you have uh, if you listen to the show or you've been listening for any length of time, uh, you guys all know who, who the Nez is. But uh, Kevin, fill, fill us in, man, for our new listeners who may not know where to find you, what you guys do. Hey, what's up, everybody? Uh, glad to be back. I don't even know how many times I've been here with you guys, but every time has been awesome. I uh, love you guys. It's an amazing show. And everyone that's listening, I'm sure you guys already know, but um, I'm sure some of you listen to all the nonsense that uh, me and uh, some other characters I got on the on the network. Um, you can reach us all at uh, on Podbean. That's pretty much where every every episode is on on iTunes. Um, sometimes they only put up so many and then and then i don't know why they cut off the beginning stuff but uh just look up skater nez podcast network uh skater is spelled different it's sk the number eight er uh nez podcast network nez is n-e-z um sorry i sound bad um just working out in nevada in the winter is finally got me so i'm kind of stuffy and my throat's a little hoarse but i'm all right i'm gonna i'm here for you guys but uh we got the east society uh my solo show the macnez podcast that's the original uh show on the network and then uh we also have the big guys podcast and uh we're awesome to have uh, our first guest on the show uh big brian uh he was on there with us <laughs> on, there, on uh episode two or no uh part two of our three-part uh big guys christmas uh it was awesome to 
to have you on, Brian, uh, to come on and just give us your two cents on, I don't remember what we did, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> another show we have on there is it's fairly new. Uh, it's out of necessity podcast. Uh, my co- the the co the main host of the E Society, uh, the Zisu, his daughter, she wanted to jump in and start doing podcasting, so she started her own show, Out of Necessity. It's more geared for the um, the younger generation, teens, because all the stuff that she talked about, I have no idea what she's talking about because I don't get the <laughs> the teen lingo and everything. So I guess it's cool that we have a, a younger uh, voice on the network. But other than that, we got those four shows and. Maybe another show coming. I'm not sure yet, but uh, as soon as I find or figure it out, I'm sure you guys will all will. But um, yeah, dude, man, thank you so much for letting me be on the show. And I cannot wait until we are all down in uh, Dallas again for uh, Texas Frightmare. Yeah, thanks yeah. for coming. That's it, man. We're at, yeah, we're all we're all lined up for that. We got to get some uh, get some promos together here pretty soon. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I, I put a word out to our, our main man, Jay Black, the man of a thousand voices. And uh, I think he's going to help us put some stuff together. We do some skits and things like that if you guys are game. Oh, that's fun. Absolutely. Um, well, Kev, I hate to throw this at you now, man. I know your your voice is you got to you OK to, to talk quite a bit. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> um, so we got next week we're going to be doing our annual show where we do the our five favorite films and five worst films of the year. And uh, I think what, what, what else is it, Brian? What do you have lined up for us, man? Uh, besides that show, um, I think we're doing the new insidious. Uh, what is oh. it? The last key. And I believe uh, uh, Pedro Nunez, uh, uh, past guest is coming back on for that one. All right, cool. And then uh, the week after that, uh, the prisoner, yeah, Kevin, you ever uh, seen that TV show from 1967 and 68, The Prisoner? Uh, it sounds familiar. I'm pretty sure I have, but I, I'd probably need to watch it again because I don't remember. I was All thinking right. of that, that movie, Prisoner. Oh, yeah, not the same. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kevin, you want to – I know you guys have your show just up where you do – you guys what do you normally do like top ten or something on East Society? Yeah, we did a top ten of our favorite um, uh, top ten movies of the year. Um, I had a uh, a top ten uh, horror um, list uh, for your guys' show, but if well, that's, that's it, cool. man. That's what we want to. That's what I'm getting at here, dude. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> okay. Well, if I can, oh yeah, I'm sure I won't be on your show, but. Um, my top ten. Uh, this is just pretty much horror. Some of it I didn't consider horror, but like my, uh, I'll start from uh, number ten. It was um, that new one that came out not that too long ago. I didn't think it was a horror movie, but it was labeled horror, and that was Mayhem. Uh, yeah, I just I just watched that one. I thought that one was pretty awesome. I loved it. Um, I loved uh, what's his nuts from Walking Dead, um, Glenn. Um, oh yeah. Uh, Steven, whatever, it, that was pretty good, man. It was a different role mm-hmm. for him, so I thought that was pretty awesome. Uh, my number nine was Don't Breathe. Uh, that was another one I didn't okay. think was a horror movie, but it, it was really, I loved it. It was a, more of a just a, a thriller. Mm-hmm. And uh, number eight, what did I say? I was nine, okay, ten, nine, eight, eight. Um, there was one that I just watched called Temple 
I don't know if you guys oh, have talked yeah, about yeah, that yeah. one. I heard, I heard you guys talking about it. That one was pretty good. I did that on uh, on the native side with Nez for the Horocopia podcast. That was, that was a pretty good movie. I really liked that one. Uh, my number seven is Amityville: The Awakening. What? Um, I loved it. Are you it was, kidding me, man? I, I love. I, I that was a movie that I was really looking forward to. There was three um, new horror movies that were there were franchise movies that were coming out and. That was one of them that that I was really looking forward to. I was looking forward to the Chucky as well as Leatherface, and those two let me down. So those are, those, <laughs> right. those, those are on my worst list. No, not Chucky. <laughs> I, Come on. I did I did not like that one bit, and Leatherface was just trash. Man, it wasn't <laughs> good, was it? Uh, um, my number six. Uh, this wasn't a uh, a movie. Well, it was a movie. It was a a fan fi- a fan made film. And uh, you guys know how much of a Friday the 13th fan I am. This is that uh, movie that's on YouTube. It's called Never Hike Alone. Mm-hmm. I thought it was amazing. It was just a fan-made film. Um, any uh, diehard Friday the 13th fan. Um, it wasn't filmed in Jersey at the original camp, but it was um, It was a hiker that kind of came across uh, the original camp. And... There was it was like it was after the the police came in and everything was marked like uh, with crime scene flags, so they showed a lot of the crime scenes from the original movie and I thought it was just amazing. It, it didn't look like the real camp or anything, but it was just, if you were such a fan of the first movie, um, you caught all all of it and it was cool and it was just Jason was still around and uh, he came after this guy. He was like an extreme backpacker hiker guy. That just was trying to cut through the woods, and he found this. He found the camp, and I just thought it was an awesome film. It was. It was just the story was good, the acting was good. Um, there was a couple little problems I had with it, but I mean, I don't want to spoil it. It's it's really short film. It's only like a little over an hour, and uh, it's on YouTube. If you guys haven't seen it, any Friday Thirteenth fan, if you haven't seen it, you should really check it out. That's Never Hike Alone. Um, this number, my number five, it was a movie that a lot of people didn't like, but I loved it. It was, it was more of a thinker cause I really had to think about it. Luckily after we saw this, uh, my buddy Mike and I, we had like a big, huge conversation with these people, uh, in the theater right after it was over. And this was, it comes at night. Uh, <laughs> that almost oh. made my bottom. <laughs> I loved it, man. It, it, yes, it was Nothing like, happened, it was man. exactly, but it was a thinker. <laughs> I mean, effort, when you see the previews, it was like, okay, you think there was something outside and it was, you didn't know what it was, but it was just like, it was not what I thought it was going to be. I wanted like monsters or zombies or something outside trying to get these people and it wasn't. I was just like, okay, when it was over, I had to sit there and think about it. Uh, buddy of mine, we did a show on it. Like, while we were driving down the road, I just turned on my recorder on my phone and we just started talking about it. Uh, it's somewhere back in my catalog of shows, but uh, I loved it. I know everyone, a lot of people did hate it in the horror community, but I thought it was awesome. Uh, my number four is Annabelle Creation. Um, this one was pretty good because that first one sucked. Um, uh, my number three is Get Out. I thought that was an awesome film. I know a lot of people didn't like that one as well, but I, I thought it was good. Um, number two was it. Um, that movie, oh. was, that movie was awesome. I, I loved every minute of it. I think uh, out of all the horror movies I've seen this year, I think I saw that one the most uh, times in the theater. Uh, 
And my number one isn't a horror movie, and I know it's labeled horror, but this is the Bilko experiment. I thought this movie fucking rocked. Right. Uh, I loved every minute of it. And yeah, I was reading they might do a part two, but I to, to me, I don't want a part two. I just love the way mm-hmm. it ended to where we don't know what's going to come next. So I, I don't think right. they should make it. They should just leave it alone, but who knows? They'll, I'm sure they'll probably make it. But that was my top ten. Uh, of of horror, um, I'll have to message you guys my um, and now I'll give more of a, like a top five or a, a worst list of uh, movies. But uh, the three that were, that I can tell you right now is number one was uh, Bye Bye Man. Good choice. And I, <laughs> and I know how I'm much sure that's that. making a lot of lists. That might be on the list or two, man. <laughs> I know you guys love that one. But that movie sucked balls. I hated right. it. Bad way to start the year. Uh, that one's my number one. And then I don't know. I need to figure out the other ones. But Chucky and Leatherface are also <laughs> nah, you on can't put list. Chucky on there, man. I hated it. <laughs> All right, dude. Well, what was uh, what was the coolest thing you've seen this week? Uh, hey, I, can I do two cool of the week since uh, we didn't do one last week, Brian? Yeah, go ahead. Because I saw a, a real obscure movie on Netflix that uh, I didn't expect any. I, I didn't expect it to be what it was, and I almost didn't watch it. I kept. I would like take it out of my queue, put it back in my queue, take it out, put it back in. But uh, you guys seen that movie? The or have you heard anything about this movie on Netflix? It's called uh, Bottom of the World. Uh huh. Yeah, the only the only recognizable uh, actor was uh, Jenna Malone was in it, but uh, other than that, it was mostly kind of unknown people. But it kind of looked like it was just going to be like a desert kidnapping thing. Like these, uh, her and her boyfriend are on this road trip headed to L.A., uh, going down Route sixty six, coming from who knows where, and they stop out in the desert at a motel. And they kind of the way it made it look, I thought it was just like a kidnapping thing, but it's it's a lot more than that. It's it's a pretty badass movie. It has some plot holes in it, but it's a it's a real fun watch, and it keeps you guessing to the very end. But uh, the other cool of the week is, uh, of course, you know what what premiered again on Netflix on the 29th, right, guys? Mm-hmm. How far are you in, Brian? I am, I believe. Three episodes, I think. All right, I'll hand it off to you then. What do you think so far? What is it, Black Mirror? I, yes, yes, sir. Oh, God damn it. I, I haven't am, watched it yet. I'm loving it so far. <laughs> I'm loving it so far. Um, I'm not Since you guys haven't seen it, I'm not going to give it away, but um, absolutely love the first episode. Yeah, the first is awesome. It was like almost movie length. It was like an hour and 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah, I didn't expect it to be that long, but... Yeah. um. He was it, not. He was not what I expected. By the time we found out what his true character was, right? Absolutely, it it threw me for a loop there. So yeah, that I was gonna say that was gonna be my cool little week too. So um, definitely, everybody should uh, definitely check it out. There's only four episodes. Uh, I think six. Uh, I think six. Okay, so that's it. This is the season, right? Yeah, season season four, uh, six episodes. They they they're all up. I, I've seen the first three also. Okay, I have to check it out. I haven't even sat down and watched anything. Yeah, I'm I'm with Brian. I think the first one was just fucking phenomenal, just because it was so different from what I expected. Because you kind of get to know Black Mirror after a while. You know, when you've seen the shows, you know it's going to have something to do with the dark side of technology. But that first one, I didn't know what was happening in the first ten minutes. And then once you learn what's happening, it kind of takes you for a ride. 
the second one was the one that Jodie Foster directed. That that one was pretty good. It wasn't quite as good as I thought it was going to be. And then yeah. the third one was just sick. I mean, disgusting, right, Brian? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, more than the more than the pig fucker episode <laughs> in a different way. <laughs> it was a good episode, way, man. <laughs> I'm so stoked about coming home and watching this shit tonight. Yeah. Well, what was your cool of the week, man? Besides Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck and all that shit. Well, and Star Wars, of course. Uh, actually, of course. that is my cool of the week. I, I did a second <laughs> watch on um, the the Last Jedi, and yeah, while I, I think it definitely has some plot holes, um, and uh, I still don't understand the hate that this thing is getting, though. Yeah, I don't know. We I just Patrick about that one. Yeah, I loved that. Just seeing Luke and Leia and everybody and in. In this movie again, and you know the the Luke and Yoda and the Luke and R two scene, and there were like two or three different moments in the movie where I was like, "Yes." <laughs> yeah. And, can, uh, can, I, can I say something real quick? Yeah. Um. Everybody, calm down with all this petition to to remove the movie out of out of canon oh, and out of the whole franchise. Oh, right. And I know we don't get political, but I don't know. Uh, Lance, you might have seen what Garrett posted on Facebook. Uh, that, I'm not uh, sure. About the act, uh, the actress that played uh, Rose. Uh-uh. Yeah, someone went and changed her oh, Wikipedia. yeah, something about that. That was yeah. the most hurtful, racist piece of garbage somebody could ever do. It's just oh, wow. stupid is what that just is. Just changed her whole. I guess there's a Star Wars Wikipedia uh, right. site. And they just completely changed, and it was the most hurtful thing ever. And I and I, I thought like she was fine. In, yeah, I thought she was fine in the movie. So I don't understand attacking the actress. <laughs> yeah, and I, I just needed to say that because you know I, I too had a couple problem, couple issues with the movie, but the worst movie, the worst Star Wars movie ever made. I don't oh, fucking geez. think so. No, dude, uh, this to me was. Uh, I mean. I, I think all of the new ones that they have made so far, um, from the you know Force Awakens and Rogue One and this one, I, I think are all pretty fucking amazing, man. And if 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 you don't want more Star Wars in your life, then you're probably not as big a fan as you think you are. Just because you nerd out and want to dissect every fucking inch of the movie, uh, I just fucking relax, man. Be a fan and watch it. Just enjoy. Seeing these characters again and and what it's bringing to your life, I we haven't done our our Star Wars the Last Jedi show yet. And um, speaking of Rose, I, I don't know what was said about her. You're gonna have to send me that link so I can read it. But um, okay. for her in the movie, this is my opinion only. I didn't think her character was needed, but that that's my opinion. No, I, totally I love wasn't the needed. I, I thought it, it was a great a great addition to the cast. That whole yeah. scene wasn't needed. Finn wasn't yeah, needed I, in this movie. I like I like the it character. Was still fun. Yeah, I like the character, but their whole mission was a little pointless. Yeah, yeah I mean, I I, right. I can un, I can understand what everyone's uh, up in arms about, but. Mm-hmm. I'm not that mad at it. I mean, I love the movie. I mean, I've seen it four times so far, and I'm going to see it more. But, I, I mean, you guys are going to have to listen to my show to hear us hear, hear us get into it a little bit more. But I'm like, yeah, I'm with you guys, man. Calm, calm the fuck down. It's a movie. And yeah, right. it just, yeah, like like you said, Phil, I mean, you're not that big of a fan if you're just going to 
just ready to to lynch and, and burn down the the Disney castle just because they put <laughs> this movie out. I mean, just <laughs> calm down. I yeah, mean, it, it's just oh man. Yeah, I had I had a, a, more than one or two problems with the movie, but I mean, I still loved it. I wouldn't have mm-hmm. seen it four times. Uh, if I hated it as much as all these idiots are right there. And if one of you idiots are listening to this, man, just don't watch Star Wars movies anymore. <laughs> go watch, uh, not to put Star Trek down, but go watch Star Trek or, or something <laughs> else. <laughs> I love Star Trek before you Trekkies or Trekkers uh, want to lynch me. But just, yeah, <laughs> calm down, everybody. <laughs> well, all right. a lot of the Trekkies hate the new movies. But, like, if you if you don't think that Luke can maybe have some flaws 38 years later and that the character hasn't maybe changed just a little bit, Think about where you were 30 years ago and how you felt about things. And maybe things are different now, right? You can't be the same person for your entire life. Yeah, it's called character development, right? Right. All right, well, uh, on that note. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. One more. uh, I have one more cool of the week really quick. All right. Have you you guys watched uh, The Toys That Made Us? No, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, no, I haven't seen it. Oh, my God, that was awesome. Other than Bright, I think this is my second one, The Toys That Made Us. Those only four episodes on Netflix. I thought it was awesome and amazing, and I can't wait to see what's coming next. A buddy of mine, we're talking about it yesterday, and he was really mad because he's a super diehard Transformer fan. And he was like, how the hell did they not give a, do a Transformer episode? I said, wait, dude, this is only the first four episodes. Maybe there's a Transformer episode coming. Uh, but yeah. out, of the, out of the four right now um, – I love Star Wars, I love He-Man, and I love mm-hmm. G.I. Joe, but I thought the Barbie one was, like, super interesting. Yes, I didn't know it was. Where I didn't is that know. Is that one on Netflix? Yes, it yeah. is. Oh, I, totally I, did, I didn't that. know any of that. So I thought, I was like, at first, that was when I skipped over. I watched the other three, then I went back to Barbie, because Barbie's episode two, and I thought that one was amazing. I because I did not know any kind of history about Barbie. Yeah, I know it's there and it's still in the stores. I mm-hmm. buy it for my daughter when she was little, but I did not know any of that stuff that was going on in the background. So I thought that episode was awesome. All right. So uh, now it's time for horror headlines. Uh, brought to you by Brian. Take it away, man. Texas Chainsaw Massacre will likely be rebooted again. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm not. I I don't know. They they lost me with Leatherface, and yeah. I wasn't a fan of uh, what was it? Uh, the 3D one that was before it. Yeah, I never. I never even saw that one. I didn't either, actually. I yeah, like you that know. One. <laughs> yeah, the Jessica Biel one was good though. Yeah, I liked. I liked the the, the prequel ones were pretty good. But, I didn't um, like. I didn't like the second prequel. The beginning. I didn't like that one. Oh, that was with. Um, What's her name? Fast, Fast and Furious. Furious. Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't really care for that one. Yeah. The, was... the, the remake one, I, that was good for what it was. I, mean, I liked it. Right. But the 3D one, I mean, it, it was corny and cheesy and everything, but I love the, the main girl that was in that one and her her little slutty friend, the, the one that was in Lost. Uh, I liked, I liked uh, her. Blonde, right? No, the brunette one. I think she was Ben's daughter or something like that. And lost. Okay. Um, oh, the I one can't remember. Her. Yeah. Okay, I got you. I liked her. I've always liked that actress, so I think that's why why I liked that so much. But uh, it was what it was. I mean, but I, I don't. 
I would like to see them continue with that story, but yeah. mm-hmm. most likely they're not. And if they're going to reboot it, oh, come on, guys. I mean, yeah. just. Well, I mean, it's an iconic character, and you, you, I think you have to keep letting him live. And uh, uh, not not to get off topic, but I do have another cool week now that I'm thinking about iconic characters. Yeah. Um, Ash versus the Evil Dead season two. I haven't oh, finished. I haven't, I haven't finished. Oh, you guys oh are behind, my god! Man. Greatest show <laughs> ever. <laughs> I'm, I'm only like three episodes in. That's it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I, I hope that they do the the Texas Chainsaw Massacre justice. And uh, I mean, you know, it's not going to be as good as the original, but uh, if they want to throw another one in there just to keep the character alive for another generation, I'm cool with that. I think what they should do with it is just give us the further adventures yeah. okay. of Leatherface. Don't, stop. Reboot Don't try to go back to the beginning again, huh? Yeah, just, yeah. okay, we know who he is. We know he's this ruthless killer with a chainsaw. Right. Go forward. Just well, keep him out of space. Now that you're bringing up Ash versus Evil Dead, do you think you think Texas Chainsaw Massacre would, be, would work as a series? <sighs> Get out of here, dude. Uh, I don't know. I don't yes. think so. <laughs> Keep it just the movie, just the the nineteen seventy four movie. I'll be happy. Well, Lance, you go into you, like the family drama and stuff. Yeah, Lance, you shit all over The Exorcist, the TV show. And I haven't seen no, it. I've yeah, never seen one, it. You said it was a horrible idea no, well, to do yeah, a TV that's show. True. That's true, and now it's doing really well. That's true. <laughs> I saw half of the first season. I'm still on it, so don't ruin it for me. Okay. I, Second season is better. I already realized. I mean, someone already ruined the the end of uh, yeah, the surprise, me too. The surprise in the first season, but uh, I, I still want to see it. So, but as far as Ash versus the Evil Dead, uh, the chick that plays Kelly. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, that chick is awesome. I met Isn't her. She, <laughs> she's fucking amazing. I love her. I love every scene that she's in, especially season two. I right. thought she was just. I thought that she was just being that character of, of how she is, but when you meet her, that's how she is. That's awesome. Just totally off really the wall, hella cool, and just mouth like a sailor. And oh my god, I met her at this little rinky dink uh, con in Sacramento, and she was awesome. That her line was long. I felt sorry for yeah uh, the the little guy. Um, what the hell? Pablo. Pop yeah, up. I felt he, he <laughs> I was he was awesome too. I talked to right. him, but he, he was a nice guy. But everybody was just in her line. He was like just sitting there, like, oh, okay, hey, hey, guys, and oh man, but she's awesome. I love her. I loved her in the TV show, but then finally meeting her, I just oh man, she she, oh. she might be if, big. I'm I'm excited to see where she goes. I hope so. Okay, our last little bit of news we're going to talk about. Um, original shape actor is coming back to play Michael Myers, and that would be Nick Castle. He is coming back to the new Halloween movie. Oh, okay. Is he going to be on a walker or have a cane or what? I don't know. They're saying he's reprising his role, so I, okay. I guess he's he's <laughs> okay enough to do it. Okay. He's not that old. I mean, when this when, when this news came out, I always just read comments. I never really read the stories until later. But man, they they said exactly what you said. Is he gonna be with a walker? I mean, they everyone just attacked this man. Hey, right. Nick Castle, if you're listening, man, yeah, you go for it. You you do what you got to do in this new one. But man, I mean, the, the internet is ruthless. Man, you can't do nothing. You die. Everyone starts talking shit about you. <laughs> 
All right, fair enough. <laughs> you guys, you, you guys, is that it for the news? Yep. All right, man. Uh, Kevin, is it time to take a trip? Down to the trailer park. I would sing, but my voice is a little messed up. Oh, man, I'm sure you do better than, than old Toby, who we've got on there. I hope he's not listening or we may be in trouble. <laughs> that uh, hell it works, so. All right, Toby, so, li- uh, if Toby Keith is listening to our podcast, we're doing something right. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, what's the first new trailer to talk about this week? We're going to talk about The Open House, a new Netflix movie starring Dylan Minetti and Piercy Dalton and directed by Matt Angel and Suzanne Coop. Hmm. What are your thoughts? I don't like the kid that's in it. I didn't yeah. like him in Don't uh, Breathe. And it, oh, and Don't I, Breathe. And I didn't like him thing. in that uh, that Netflix show he did, The Ten Reasons uh, Why. Uh huh. Oh, the yeah. He he just bugged me. So, but uh, this is a Netflix movie, yeah. Yeah, looks like it. So I could see why they got him. I don't know. He just bugs me. But uh, I'll check it out. I mean, I like those those type of movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks interesting. I I, don't, I really have a problem with kid. Um, I I think he's, you know, he's not a huge name, but at least they got somebody that's half ass recognizable in it. It looks interesting. Right. So do you do you guys think this is a ghost story or is this a home invasion movie? I couldn't really tell. Um, when I first saw the trailer, I got a little vibe of um, what was that New Zealand movie, Lance? Oh, uh, Housebound. Yeah, I, I got oh. a little vibe of it. If, if that goes like that, then I'm probably not gonna like this. Yeah, because Housebound just a rip off of Housebound. Yeah, because Housebound was kind of done. In another movie, so right, yeah, the boy, it, yeah, it kind of looks. It might be. It looks like it might be supernatural, which I. That's the way I, I hope it goes. Yeah, me too. Yeah, well, I mean, what, we'll whatever was in the base, whatever was in the basement, it seems like right. they're going to concentrate on that. I mean, yeah, I'll check it out. Man, it looks cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a release date on Netflix, uh, January nineteenth. Oh, coming up. Uh, moving on to our next movie is a remake called Inside, starring Rachel Nichols and Laura Herring. And ah, this is directed I didn't know, by. Didn't know that was a remake. Miguel, yeah, Miguel Angel. I'm trying to say this correctly. Miguel Angel Vivas. Sounds Close good. Enough. Yeah, I'll go with it. Is it uh, what is it a remake of? A um, movie called Inside. Yes, it was. I believe a French. Horror movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he, he took the I, words out of my mouth. I I loved it. I mean, the original one. I did like that one for what it was. But okay. Come on, Hollywood man. Come up with something original. I mean, I'm yeah. gonna watch. I'm I'm gonna watch it regardless. I mean, no matter what. Um, but. Uh, I was like, uh, I was. I mean, I liked Inside when, when it first came out. I can't remember when it came out, and I enjoyed it. And then when you sent me the trailers, all I saw was Inside, and I was reading stuff back later that they were going to remake this. And then I was like, uh, okay, but um, I'll watch it. It's <laughs> just just because I seen the other one. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I mean the trailer was the trailer was uh, attention grabbing you know starts out with a big old car wreck and and grabs your attention real quick. Um, aside aside from being a pretty decent trailer, uh, I don't know how thrilled I am about this. It's not something that's really I'm gravitating towards. 
And I believe we have a release date of January 12th. Is this one in the theaters or? Um, if, I, if I was a betting man, I would say limited release and yeah. VOD. And on, oh, go ahead. I, I think with this this whole remake stuff that they keep doing, um, mm-hmm. not all of them are bad. Um, there, it's kind of I think it's more good than, to, in my opinion. I don't want anyone screaming at me, but uh, I have seen a lot of good remakes. But then there's some of these remakes that they make. I'm kind of like, why? And mm-hmm. this this is one of them. And I'm really upset about this whole Escape from New York remake and uh, oh, who's, I, who's playing snake i, I don't know I'm not, <laughs> we still it, don't know yet if i'm um, uh, if i was directing this i would get um what's his name from um the purge movies um he was oh, frank, frank grillo yes i would get him i i, I sat there I, I when i first heard this news months back earlier this year when they were talking about that he was the first one that popped in my head, and if they do go go forward with it, I mean, Robert Rodriguez, if you're listening, or John Carpenter, or whoever, <laughs> uh, get Frank Grillo. I think he'd do an excellent job. But like uh, Keanu Reeves, yeah. I want uh, Kurt Russell back. Crazy? Don't do the what they did to him in uh, <laughs> Guardians Two. I did not like that. It was, <laughs> It looks scary. He looked too clean, too baby faced. <laughs> yeah. Well, they don't. They, oh, yeah. they don't, they don't have to go that far. Russell back. coming back though, that'd be awesome. They don't have to de-age him that much, but. Well, Brian, just let him be an old man. Brian, you said it was a totally different story, though, right? Like it's not really even the same. Plot yeah. From what you heard, I'm 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 a little bit interested in the movie. Uh, apparently, John Carpenter has read the script and signed off on it, so. I'll see it, but yeah, uh, they should just get Kurt Russell. I don't know if Kurt Russell's son acts. Um, did you guys see that movie? Uh, Dark Blue came back. It was years ago when this yeah, was out. Yeah, long time ago. His son was in it, and he looked just like yes. him. Oh, so, uh, Wyatt Russell. Kid. Yeah, Wyatt uh, Russell. Get him. I don't know if he acts. I mean, but yeah, he's he was in a episode of uh, Black Mirror, and he was That's also. Right. Um, Twenty Two Jump Street. Oh, he was Whoa, the, the he was the football player that uh, Channing Tatum was best friends oh, with. Oh yeah, that's right, huh? Yeah, man, just let it grow his hair out and grow some stubble and put a snake on his chest. That he can do it. He can do it. <laughs> you know what? That that's that not a bad idea, casting, man. Oh, that guy. Yeah, I'd totally do that. That's cool. All right, our final trailer is probably my favorite out of the three. <laughs> yeah, and this is Mom and Dad, starring, oh, yeah. starring no, no, Nicholas no, no, Cage no. and Selma Blair. Ugh, keep it directed <laughs> directed by Brian Taylor. Hush, this, uh, movie, this movie look awesome. Look, you I get to let Nicholas Selma Cage Blair. be crazy, which he obviously is anyway. <laughs> Mm, yeah, I believe so. I believe it was in the in the trailer. They said Nicholas Nicholas Cage goes nutsoid complete, uh, what completely. Else is new? <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> I love Selma Blair, so I'm all about it. I, I mean, yeah. I know I know everyone bashes uh, Nicholas Cage, and yes, he hasn't had uh, the best uh, yeah, straight, sh- <laughs> straight to VOD movies, but. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I'm with you, Brian. This looks awesome. <laughs> I can't wait to see this one. Yeah, Nicholas Cage. Leave it to Nicholas Cage to never turn down a role that's offered to him. That's for damn sure. Yeah, well, guys got a lot of uh, back taxes to still pay. Worse for Samuel L. Jackson, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I'm excited. I think the trailer, the comments in the trailer were perfect. It said this is this this looks like Home Alone on bath salts. Yeah, and I, I am I am definitely interested to see why. It, apparently, all the parents have just turned on their children. Mm-hmm. And it looks bloody and gory, and there's comedy mixed in. I'm I'm definitely all in on this one. Yeah, yeah. Kind of kind of reminded me a little bit of the crazies. You guys remember that? Oh yes. yeah, kind of had that feel to it for some um, reason. Yeah, and this also uh, we're getting this one also soon, uh, January nineteenth. What is this yeah. one? Is this a VOD or is it Netflix? I believe it's VOD. Ah, uh, it looks Netflixy. Yeah, <laughs> Netflix would have been great, man. I, I'll watch it if I, you know, I, I don't want to pay five bucks to rent it. Yeah. <laughs> Nicholas Cage, you got my five bucks. Just sell the high seats. We don't we don't condone that here, man. <laughs> and on that note, that is our last trailer. All right. So uh we took a week off from uh feedback last week. So Philip, I guess uh I'm guessing you got some catching up to do, man. The horror mafia podcast. Uh our friend Don and Nelly and the crew bring you new horror reviews every week. Check them out on Horrorphilia Network and join their Facebook page. The Horror uh, Mafia. All right. Here's the good part. Regarding the Star Wars films. Uh, here we uh, go. Stephen Loblad. Strap in, says, Kevin. Yep. <laughs> Stephen Loblad says, uh, do you guys think if the movie were released, if the movies were released in order, the original trilogy would uh, the original trilogy would have been as significant. I know the prequels weren't fan favorites. Still aren't. Ke- Kevin, you and Steven go way back, man. What do you what do you think about that? If if they had really, you mean like I want? Does he mean if they released them like one, two, three, then four, five, six? Yeah, like what if the prequels had been released in the seventies? Um, I don't think they would have been for what. George Lucas wanted to do. I don't. I don't think it would have been as good. I mean, okay. with, I mean, you've seen the the nightmare. That's the first three, but I loved them each and every one of them. Yes, they're not the greatest, and I know everybody wants to also erase those those three. But it's Star Wars, man. And you just got to take it for what it is. But yeah, I yeah, I don't. Yeah, I'm with George Lucas on this one. There was no way he could have did what he wanted to do back in the 70s because if you if you do just if you look at the original three man especially the first one star wars uh, not a new hope it was star wars in 1977 for you uh newcomers um that was all just handmade stuff i mean there was no all like all the extra stuff that he added later on with the special editions i mean there was there would have been no way he he would have had the budget. Twentieth Century Fox wouldn't have gave him the money to make let Lucas uh, put his vision for the episodes one, two, and three on the screen. There would have been no way they would have given him that much money. And if they did, it would have looked horrible. It would have looked like the old school Flash Gordons or something. But it just <laughs> there, there, there would have been no way he could have made those movies. So. And I don't think it would. I don't think Star Wars would be what it is today if he made those first three uh, in the seventies. It, it, it would have just been horrible. It would have been something to just 
people, they probably wouldn't even have made two and three. He would have probably just made the one, and everyone would have hated it, and it would have probably been this huge cult classic that everybody right. hates. And uh, that would have, no, he, he couldn't have done it, and there would have been no way. I don't know. I think the reason that everybody hates episode one, two, and three is because the original trilogy is so iconic, and they waited so long to make anything. I I actually really enjoy episodes one, two, and three also. Even episode one. I mean, that whole Jar Jar Binks race is uh, annoying as fuck. But aside from those characters, I thought it did a pretty good job of, of giving you some backstory to uh, Anakin. Is it needed? Probably not, but I'm not mad at it, you know? At least they gave you backstory on yeah. that. Not, not with... I mean, I did love Last Jedi, but the whole Snoke thing. Where was he? Oh, I'm waiting on that. No, I don't think Snoke is done with. They have to go back and explain him. They better. I don't know. I really am excited about that. I don't know if it matters now. I mean, he was just the guy in charge, and now he's not anymore, you know? It still matters to me. I want to know who he is. I mean, you don't get uh, somebody. Well, read the books. I'm sure somebody will make a novelization of it. Yeah, Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You don't get somebody like that that pops up to that kind of power in. 30 years right without having some sort of past behind him so he's he's somebody he's still somebody uh, question do you jj uh, abrams is doing the next one do you think he's going to continue with what ryan johnson did i no. hope not no i not? think that uh i think he'll bring back some of his stuff and maybe have a few fuck you ryan johnson moments oh no way man <laughs> they gotta keep it they gotta keep it together <laughs> Yeah, everybody's well, really nice, man. He'll do it well. I have no doubt of that. But yeah. uh, he's he's gonna he's he's gonna pull it back towards his vision. I think he's gonna retcon some stuff that happened, huh? Yeah. Uh, well, I that's think, what Ryan Johnson did. I think that. Yeah, I think that's what he's gonna do. I mean, he's gonna take these new characters that they give us, and then he's gonna do it J.J. Abrams style, and, and just give us his last vision of this trilogy. But. As far as Ryan Johnson's trilogy that they gave him, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I'll I'll see him no matter what, and right. who know I, I'll love him. I know I'll love him, but I kind of didn't. I didn't really like feel that he's three movies worthy, but I don't know. I could be wrong. I, I don't know yet. We don't know what's well, coming yet. So I don't think he's directing the tri- the new trilogy. Oh, I thought he was doing all three of them. Just writing. I, I thought he was I at think, least directing the first one. Yeah, I think he's directing the first one, but he's just overall overseeing the trilogies. They're going to have uh, other directors come in. Okay. Oh, okay. I thought it was just him. The whole, all three, and that was it. I have a lot of faith in Disney, man. I, I know everybody hates that Star Wars is a part of Disney now, just because of the name. But, uh, dude, they don't put out a lot of bad movies. I mean, look at the Marvel universe. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I don't know. Did you see those last few pirate movies? Oh, well, well yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I, I kind of didn't hate the last one. Well, uh, yeah, if they were if they were really kick-ass characters and stuff, you know, I mean, I, you're basing a whole franchise around Johnny Depp, who is the most overrated actor in Hollywood. T- take it easy. I love Johnny. I loved him. I loved him. He's Jack Sparrow. I loved him. In all, all, I loved him. I loved him in all of them. It was just like, I think they just beat that one a little bit too long. Yeah. I mean, they they could have did the three movies and now it has been it. The first movie was amazing. I love that yeah. one. 
the second one was okay it was cool and then the third one and the fourth one and i was kind of like oh, okay i'm over this yeah. pirate stuff but you're definitely um, running that one into the ground hopefully they don't do the same thing with star wars Oh no! I want them to run this one and, and to keep these movies going even after all of us are long gone. Yeah, keep it going. I, I oh yeah, I'm down with that. But uh, they need to make it like at least put some thought into into your stories. Don't just put out movies for the sake of putting out movies. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Uh, let's see. Uh, that was the first two sentences of our giant paragraph of feedback. So, <laughs> uh, regarding the last Jedi, Marcus Wilturner says, uh, I'm going solo for the last Jedi because when I saw force awakens two years ago, I treated a very ungrateful person to a, to the movie who acted miserable throughout the whole thing. Didn't taper my enjoyment in the slightest, but I'm not going to risk it this time. I'm going to have a freaking blast no matter what. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. That's yeah. probably a good idea. <laughs> we don't need that kind of negativity in our life. Get out. Right. <laughs> um, Chad Pingo uh, watching Spaceballs, uh, going to see The Last Jedi tomorrow morning. One last movie to watch. There uh, you go. Spaceballs got to be part of part of canon, right, Kevin? Of course, man. I love that movie. May the Schwartz yeah, yeah. be with you. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Uh, Lars from Denmark. Spoiler oh, alert. Spoiler alert, guys. Spoiler, Spoiler alert. alert. What's up, Lars? Uh, <laughs> the Last Jedi. The dark side was too weak in this movie. Oh. Supreme idiot Snoke just talked and talked and talked until someone had to shut him up. Uh, the dark cave <laughs> on the island looked cool, but it was not scary enough. And Kylo Ren was a spoiled brat who just wanted to be loved. Puke. I actually love Kylo in this movie. I didn't like him in The Force Awakens, but I love him in this movie. I'm really excited to see where his character goes. I thought he was badass in this one. I mean, the thing that I loved about him the most in this one is his hair wasn't all permed up like it was in Force Awakens. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. When he took his his helmet off for the first time, it was all nicely permed and came straight from the beauty salon. I was like, come on. I like to hear it was more just... He just—he didn't care. He just let it go. I thought he looked badass in this one. Yeah, I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad he lost the helmet. You know, now he I, can be his own character. I liked the helmet. I'm, I'm mad that he smashed it a little bit, but he—he he pulled it off still. And the only other gripe I have is that I think that instead of projecting himself across the galaxy, Luke should have actually fucking showed up and then fought off the entire goddamn. First, uh, first order. That would have been kick ass. I don't, like, I don't deflecting know. all the lightsaber shit when everybody's shooting at him. Then right. you get to see like Master Luke in all his glory. That would that would have been awesome. <laughs> with, with that, I don't think I'm glad they didn't do that because it would have looked like Yoda in episode two. <laughs> yeah, with the double. I'm cool with that. I loved it when Yoda wrecked shop, man. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I like I mean it was Cartoon, cool and, yeah, yeah. and uh, I I wouldn't want the him Luke flipping and flopping and and blocking everything <laughs> I mean but I don't, that's me I mean I don't know I think I, 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 Luke would have just pulled out that lightsaber and been very methodical about it and not jumped all over the place but just slowly moved his arm wherever all those lightsaber beams were and mm. deflected them all back and just killed the whole First Order army until Brian what, what do you think Brian I, I was fine with it. Um, I can't. There's a part of me that kind of wanted to see uh, Luke actually be there, but overall, I, I was fine with it. 
All right. And then uh, also Lars says, uh, holy shit. Uh, just watched the modern fairy tale Bright on Netflix. And to my surprise, I really, really liked it. Funny, exciting, bloody, and violent. Uh, great story and cool characters. Can't wait for the sequel. Uh, okay. Right 2017 was not the best movie year for me. Happy it ended mm-hmm. on a high note. Eight out of ten. Is there going to be a sequel to this? Eight out of ten. Yeah, they've already approved. Brian said that uh, last week, I think. Oh, wow. Yeah, green, green lit. Will Smith's coming back. Oh, Oh, check that out. Uh, they should, they should <laughs> leave it alone. They should leave it alone. <laughs> Netflix, leave it alone. It ended oh, fine. <laughs> dollar, dollar bills, y'all. Uh, makes the world go round. Uh, Ryan Stevens. Uh, they should have killed off Poe for being so monumentally stupid. Uh, as it is, this <laughs> film was decent, but as a Star Wars film, it was pretty mediocre. Okay. I like in this one I think it was dumb that nobody told him what the fuck was going on Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah he can't control that (laughs) Lord Dern if you're listening I love you (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to slap her bitch ass in this movie though at one point at the end (laughs) Um, Art from Cali says uh, I wish I had the same enthusiasm about The Last Jedi (laughs) like you guys uh, but I barely gave it a six uh, Art went on to rank the movies Empire, Return of the Jedi, The Force Awakens, New Hope. Ooh, The Force Awakens above New Hope. Okay. Ooh, ouch. <laughs> um, no. Oh, Rogue no, One. No, The Force Awakens. Yeah, that, that's that's my favorite of the That bunch. was your favorite, I thought you were yeah. talking about the, the, like, chapter one or something. Again, no. <laughs> I guess I better pay attention here. Phantom uh, Menace. Where does he rank that one? Then Rogue One. Uh, the Last Jedi, Revenge of the Sith, Phantom Menace, Close, Clone Wars. Okay. Uh, All right. I was wait. a little worried. But he ranks Phantom Menace above Clone Wars? All right. I would. <laughs> you do you. Uh, since, since I didn't get to go on the last one and I'm, I'm in Star Wars mode now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you my quick list. Uh, so I'm going to go Empire, New Hope, Return of the Jedi, and then it goes The Last Jedi, because I still love mm-hmm. this fucking movie. Um, Rogue One. All right. And then The Force Awakens. Episode two, three, and one. There <laughs> okay, that's not bad. That's not bad. <laughs> uh, the holiday special? There you go. Oh, I forgot about that one. <laughs> Oh, I didn't know. What, I don't know what that is. <laughs> a lot of people don't. <laughs> go to go to YouTube and uh, and watch it in all its glory. <laughs> uh, let's see. Shane Clark says uh, it was definitely all over the place. Pointless side missions, all the other silly crap. Uh, it was okay for a Star Wars movie, but not the awe-inspiring movie that the media is saying. I hope Darth Vader returns in Episode Nine and kills them all. I don't know how that's going to work, but okay. <laughs> but I really like Ray, Poe, Chewie, and Luke, uh, who were badass. Seven on ten. Well, seven out of ten is good. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Make up your mind, Shane. Shit. Uh, Steven I, gave a, I gave it a nine. <laughs> no, I'm uh, I, I think I did, too. And I loved it. I, yeah, I, I gave it a nine just because I had a few problems with it, but well, overall, yeah. I still loved it. There's definitely some problems, but you know, I, they pressed the wrong button. They pressed the wrong fucking button to jump into light speed or some shit is not a plot hole, guys. Chill out. 
Brian. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Stephen Loblad, uh, just getting around to listening since uh, I watched the movie yesterday, uh, but loved this film. He went on to write another awesome episode. Uh, the closing song was perfect. I think I had this cassette when I was a kid. All right. Uh, and finally, regarding the last Jedi, we saved the best for last. Here's all. Uh, here's what all Patrick Lear had to say. Oh, here we go. <laughs> it's a little bit already. <laughs> uh, it was nowhere close to as good as Rogue One was. Uh, I thought the story was pretty lackluster. Uh, I'm glad I movie passed it. My friend Sean oh, says it. Oh, whoa! Now hold on. <laughs> what? Yeah, that's rough. How the fuck he, did he wouldn't have paid money to see this. Last Come on. Jedi. I had Come to on, reserve that thing weeks in advance. Uh, my friend uh, Sean says it would have been better if we found out Snoke was being manipulated by Skywalker and Rey and Kylo joined forces with the Resistance. No, it wouldn't. I, That'd be stupid. <laughs> I agree. Uh, that would have been badass. Uh, having Luke as the villain for Episode Nine. Okay. Oh, so I, I, there was a part of me that thought maybe Luke was going to be a, a villain or maybe a gray Jedi, which I've heard of. Um, some of the comedy felt forced to uh, an example of being the med suit worn by Finn and the overuse of the fucking porgs. Uh, you know, watching it again, I wasn't super mad at the porgs. They, uh, they were there, but they weren't like in your face all the goddamn time. It wasn't Jar Jar. Um, I think they need a better, I think they need better script writers. Um, four on 10 for me. Ouch. Uh, it lost a point for lack of originality in the story. Goes down as the third worst behind episodes one and two. Wow. Wow. Oh Um, my God. Oh yeah. And episode three is better than episode two. I'm thinking about it. Um, I liked it better when I saw it in 1983. I, that's the fucking point of the goddamn thing, man. It's the force. Everything is balanced. They they relive this shit over and over. Anyway, <laughs> listening to your Star Wars shows, uh, you guys must have been high. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> the whole scene with Snoke, <laughs> Ray and Kylo uh, was almost shot for shot remake of Return of the Jedi when Vader kills the Emperor. What? Uh, it's not even it's similar. It's completely different characters. The setup is different. Everything's different. And it was an I awesome. I thought it scene. was going to go the same <laughs> way, but they but they flipped it. What what is what is Patrick? Did he watch a different movie? Uh, maybe I don't know. It was that was the ghetto bootleg version. Jesus don't Christ. buy movies off goddamn sidewalk, Patrick. Oh man, <laughs> uh, Patrick, uh, your pass is sliding or slipping away. He <laughs> says uh, the biggest kicker for me on this new trilogy is we waited thirty years and all we are getting is a rehash of the original stories. It's like a kick in the balls. <laughs> sure. Sure, new characters, but uh, the all over, the overall story is the same with a couple of different twists. Fucking cop out. And how shitty was that stupid Leia in space bullshit? They should have done it much better. <laughs> At the very least, she creates a force bubble around herself. Uh, one thing I've learned is if you want to sell a shit sandwich, slap a Star Wars. Oh, wow. Hang on. I'm sorry. I lost my page. Give me two seconds. Okay, if you want to sell a shit sandwich, slap a Star Wars logo on it. 
listening to the Ben Star Wars cast, it amazes me that people think The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi are all new story. It's like they don't see that they are just four through six reimagined. That's actually my biggest problem with them all. Hmm. Ouch. Wow. Brian, what do you think about all this, man? <laughs> I think this review is kicking my balls because (laughs) (laughs) I don't, I don't know. I mean, to each his own, but I think you're wrong, Patrick. I think it is a a little bit of a reimagining of four through six and I'm okay with that. Again, it's, it's like the force. Uh, It's, that was kind of the whole theme to the movie, you know, that everything is, is, is balanced and uh, you keep seeing, these same themes that that come back into the movies again, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I, I think that that's cool. I, I like it that they they kind of bring it back to it's like a it's like when you know a comedian doing a stand up routine, and they've got this this slow running joke that goes through the whole thing, and they keep bringing it bringing you back to that. And I think that that's what Star Wars is doing with this, and I'm totally okay with it. Yes, and I was high, high off Star Wars. <laughs> there you go. No kidding. After that first one, dude, I was, I was, I was so uh, it could do no wrong after the first viewing. On second, I still see, I see some of the problems, but uh, I still love it and stand behind my rating, nine point five. Wow. Um, but that's uh, that. That's it for listener feedback this week. Uh, it was a big old Star Wars kick in the nuts. Thanks to everybody who reaches out to us, except Patrick. <laughs> we love this feedback. <laughs> uh, as always, you can reach us at our Facebook or Podbean page, uh, or you can email us directly at thehorrorreturns at gmail.com. Um, and go leave us a review on iTunes. Uh, download us at uh, uh, Podbean or wherever your favorite podcast stuff is. We'd love to hear from you. And real quick, I am doing another giveaway. Uh, anybody who wants a copy of Better Watch Out on Blu-ray, uh, find the posting on any of our social media pages, also our Facebook group, and just leave your name. And you have until January 5th. Oh, look out. Cool. Just Take a random winner, huh? Yep. Cool. All right. Awesome you guys, movie. <laughs> you guys ready to jump into featured attractions? Yes. All right, since it's yep. the horror returns, uh, Kevin, we're going to do Buddy Cop Week. How does that sound? Sounds good to me. Couldn't All right. wait. We're going to cover the new Netflix feature, Bright, uh, as well as 1988's uh, Alien Nation. So we'll start with the older movie, uh, Alien Nation. The little trivia is directed by Graham Baker, also known for uh, Beowulf and The Final Conflict, which was, the I think, the third in the Damien trilogy. Writer writer is Rockney S. O'Bannon. If that name's familiar, that's because he's done a shitload of TV, mainly 80s stuff. Um, 80s version of The Twilight Zone. Uh, He did Farscape. And and then recently on Sci-Fi Channel, uh, you guys ever check out Defiance? Nope. Came out out a couple of years ago. I I heard some good and some bad about it. I I never watched it. Um, so here's some of the trivia. Sam Francisco, played by Mandy Patinkin, was originally going to be named George Jetson, but uh, Hanna Barbera would not give up <laughs> the rights to the name. So the decision to call his character George uh, at a scene in the movie was kept as an in joke to the George Jetson character name. Ah. Uh, and this is interesting. The time it took <clears throat> to apply the makeup to the actors portraying the newcomers was about four hours each day. 
Um, and I don't know, did you guys notice in the background in one scene there's a Rambo 6 poster? Yes. I didn't catch that. <laughs> Kevin, it was right it was it was right in the beginning. In the very beginning? In the very beginning when they were showing uh, downtown Los Angeles, it was big. You can't miss it. It was huge. It was right in the marquee. Right. Well, I guess uh you know what, dude? You're our, you're our 80s guy, man. What what do you think about this one? I love this movie. It's one of my favorite sci-fi uh movies um i remember when, when this first came out we went and saw it and i didn't know what to think of it i thought it was just gonna be another 80s alien movie coming late late 80s 88 uh awesome summer for me but um i thought it was an amazing movie i i loved it i love james Caan. i love pretty much everything he's been in uh but mandy uh pat patnikin or whatever his Pat- name is patinkin uh, Saul, I lo- he's, he's Saul from Homeland. Yeah, I was about to he's say aged, that, man. He's aged badly. Oh, man. <laughs> he, he's, he's awesome in Homeland. He was my favorite character. Right. But as big as a, a big as a fan I am of this show or this movie, I did not know that was him. Yeah, I didn't either. I, I just thought when, when, we, when we came up with this, okay, let me go look up some stuff. And I was like, damn, I, I did not know that was him. Yeah, I um, love that guy. The makeup, it was. I think they 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 focused on whoever was in front of the camera because a lot of the the background mm-hmm. uh, newcomers, it just like they just threw masks on them and it, it didn't it didn't look too good. <laughs> well, yeah, you well, can, they all had their own different makeup. face. I thought that was neat. <clears throat> but you could tell who was wearing a mask and who wasn't. Right. Um, but I I did I I love this one. Um, I was such uh, a big fan of this, and when the TV show came out, it was uh, it came out a year later in '89, and it ran. I think it only went like uh, one season, maybe maybe two. Uh-huh. Um, I think it was only one season. It was eighty eighty nine ninety, and this this TV show was awesome. What I loved about the TV show is it took um, the very beginning of Alien in the movie Alien Nation. Uh, James Con's partner gets killed uh, by these uh, newcomers. Mm-hmm. And they took that story in one of the episodes and and went with it. The, uh, his partner was was in, uh, in into something. No, was it? No, it wasn't his partner. It was the, uh, the his partner that was hiding behind a car, and there was uh, there was a black gentleman in the car. Oh yeah. Um, they took that 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 just that one little scene, and they put it in the TV show, and they added the new uh, the new actor. Um, what the hell was his name? He he played James Conn's character. Uh, it was played by actor Gary Graham. Uh, Sykes. Mm-hmm. Um, he they took that uh, th- that character and they put his mm-hmm. image in, in place of James Conn, and they took that little idea and they made its own little episode out of it. I mean, but with this movie, it really didn't touch on who who the newcomers were, who the overseers were. It was just. We got these new these new aliens that came to Earth, and uh, it was believe it was ninety one when they came to Earth, and this was years later when they adapted into a society because they were all slaves uh, right. on this big spaceship that the crash landed here on Earth, and they were like super smart. They were all uh, genetically engineered uh, aliens, so they were they were slaves, and so they came here and they just adapted in. They're, all the kids were super smart. They said it all in the beginning of the movie. But they just focused on on this uh, this character, um, the Sam Francisco. 
which lately they, they later changed his name. They changed his name to George. Um, but it was just <laughs> because Sykes, he goes, I'm not. He goes, wait, wait, San Francisco. I'm not calling you that. I'll call you George. George. And they went with it. And um, but this they, it didn't focus on any of it. That's that's what I loved about the TV show. The TV show explained who the newcomers were who the overseers were and all kinds of stuff. I mean, the movie only gave you so much. It just gave you the introduction to who these two characters were. That was all. And then it went into the crime scene with the, with the drugs and everything uh, that um, General Zod was doing. Not General. Yeah, Terrence Stamp. Uh, that's, that's General Zod. <laughs> uh, Chancellor Valorum for you Phantom Menace uh, fans. But, I, I loved it. I mean, it was just it was it was a nice introduction to an awesome TV series that that also spawned off um, six no five TV movies after the uh, Alienation series was canceled. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was canceled in ninety four years later in ninety four. Uh, they gave us the the first movie, which was Dark Horizon. Then years after that, we had Body and Soul, Millennium, The Enemy Within, and the Udar Legacy. Um, but it it just everything about this whole series, the movie, the TV series. I love the characters. I, I loved the story and the introduction, and just where it went from there. I loved all they because uh, this they never made a second movie to this. It was just that one story. And when I remember leaving the theater going, well, who who are they? Where mm-hmm. where did they come from? They, they never say anything about that in the movie. And that's what I loved about the TV show, how they explained where they came from. They actually showed showed their world and, and everything and, and their religion and all that. So I thought this movie was, in, like I said before, already, I don't know how many times, it was a, a, a awesome introduction to this whole alienation series that that took off into the nineties. Yeah. I, uh, I don't think I was quite as impressed with it as, as you were, man, for some, for some reason. I, when I first saw it, uh, probably like probably in the late eighties or early nineties, when it first came on HBO or something, um, I remember enjoying it. And when I went back and revisited it this time, I was just kind of bored with it, man. I was, uh, it started out good. I like, I like the fact that they had a lot to say about racism you know, they had a lot to say about displacement, a lot to say about class struggle. Um, I liked all that, but for some reason, about halfway through the movie, to me, it just kind of started, you know, feeling like a regular police procedural. You know, you got the drugs on the street and, you know, trying to take out the, the evil guys making and distributing the drugs. And then, of course, you had the scene where the, you know, the two cops are sitting together drinking. It's just that one of them's drinking spoiled milk, you know. I love uh, that scene. I don't know. I was, I was a little bored with it. I, what did you guys think? Were you, were you more excited that, than I was with this? I, I've loved this movie since I probably saw it probably in the early 90s, and I've loved it since. Um, which it, it, it always made me want to revisit, or not revisit, because I've never seen the, the TV movies or the show, but it always made me want to watch it because it it introduced us to this world that I didn't get enough of and I wanted to because you get all the little like you said, the spoiled milk, that's what they drink to get drunk. Um, he's eating raw beaver and stuff like that. Yeah. They, don't, they don't cook their meat because it loses all the nutri- nutrients. And um, they even got different weak spots than us. You know, all that was, you know, I wanted more of that. And 
that's uh, probably going to check out all try to well at least try to find all that after um, we're done with this. But mm-hmm. Mandy Patinkin, he will always be in uh, Montoya to me. Princess uh, Bride. Oh yeah. Oh my <laughs> but, um, god. I I love I that had, whole. That just go ahead. clicked. I had no idea that that's who that was. Yeah. Um, wow. But I like the whole dynamic of their their relationship. You know, he's James Conn's. You know, he's an asshole veteran cop detective, and then you got uh George, who's you know by the books in every way possible. Mm-hmm. And I just I I love that whole uh, relationship. Um, I kind of the one thing that doesn't hold up to me is the 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 super super alien guy at the end, right? When he uh, takes the whole thing of dish soap or whatever it is, <laughs> the drugs, right? The <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think you know. I don't know it. If he would have just, I, I think when he morphed into this just this hulking alien, I think it kind of took me out a little bit. I think if he would have just stayed the way he was, but just had, you know, more strength and stuff, I think I, yeah. I wouldn't have been taken out as much. But maybe a overall bit more like uh, split, like what they did in split. Yeah. Just, you know, you, you could see that. Yeah. Good. Good example. Lance. like you could see the changes in them, but they weren't major, you know. But Kinda overall, jump on the shark with a little bit. Yeah, but overall, I, I love this movie. This is uh, probably as a kid, I probably watched this. I don't even know how many times I, I had the VHS. So mm-hmm. probably one of my favorite sci-fi movies from when I was younger. Well, man, I'm still kind of reeling about that whole Inigo Montoya thing. I like I knew <laughs> I knew old man Mandy Pack or however the hell you say his last name. Um, yeah, and 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 I, I you know I knew Inigo Montoya, but I never connected the two. Yeah. And so it's just now that I'm like, wow, that's that's the same guy. He's I've loved this dude since I was a kid. Um, <laughs> I, I like this movie. I thought it was good. Um, it did get a little slow in the middle. Uh, this is the first time I had ever seen it. I I, didn't, I never watched it when I was younger. Um, but I thought. I thought they did it right. I like the idea of it. It was, uh, you know, just what would happen if aliens came here and integrated into our society. And uh, this is this is kind of the aftermath of that. And I thought that they did it well and very realistic, given the circumstances. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it started out really great. Uh, I got to give James Conn some credit for wearing a Cowboys t-shirt. I knew you would. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, it, it did have some slow parts there in the middle. Um, I liked when they were drinking together because then it showed them kind of bonding. I thought that was cool. But it, every all the scenes that were like kind of surrounding that one were super slow, and I, I got kind of bored with it. Um right. And then the ending sort of picked back up. It was a little, a little cheesy towards the end. Um, you know the 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 '80s fight scenes that are like super choreographed. You know, you punch a guy and he goes flying ten feet or whatever. Like you can tell he's literally jumping backwards. <laughs> Shit like that. Um, but it was it was still a lot of fun to watch. It's not a it's not a classic, uh, mm-hmm. but it was definitely worth watching if you if you haven't seen it and you don't get the time you're not missing a ton but it's worth the watch if you get the opportunity to check it out again 
What do you guys think about the sexy uh, female alien? Y'all think James Conn was out of his mind not to not to give that a try? Yeah, I was hoping they'd have like an alien nude scene. Right? <laughs> I was looking for that. <laughs> Especially when we first saw it, right, Kevin? I didn't like that girl. But, oh, you didn't care um, for her? That, no. Um, real quick. Uh-huh. Uh, the, in, in the TV series, uh, right. Sykes... Um, he actually has a relationship with one of the Tantanese, one of the newcomers, ah. and her name is uh, her name is she was a doctor. Her name is Kathy Frankel, played by uh, Terry Teresa. I think that's her last name. And oh my God, I was I, I still am. I'm in love with Kathy from the, the TV show. She yeah. she was a beautiful. Uh, she looked. I mean, I was so used to her just as all done up as a newcomer, but when you see her like regular. A human with hair. I mean, she's still a beautiful lady, but I, I don't know. I love her more a, as Kathy. And they kind of have their, their little love triangle throughout this t- TV series. And they, they do eventually end up hooking up. But mm-hmm. um, the one in the movie, I think I would have passed on. But if Kathy was right there, I would have probably went, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Give it a shot, huh? I hate but, to say it, but all those newcomers kind of look the same. Oh, <laughs> Philip. That, that, all right. that was a thing. Um, <laughs> with, the, with the movie, it seemed like everyone did look the same. And the TV right. series, um, the the um, the little designs on their heads, everybody's was different. Oh. And um, I, can't, oh, okay. I can't remember what they called them because George – uh, his wife goes. Why did you? Why do you love me? And he goes. Oh, because I loved your whatever. Like they, they, they had a name for the designs the, on the their markings head. or whatever. He goes. I love the, the the pattern of your whatever whatever. So right. Everybody was different. I mean that that's hmm. what I mean. I, I agree. It the movie did slow down in the middle because it turned into just a cops and robbers um, and right. drug dealers movie. It, it they focused on the newcomers and everything in the beginning. Let us know who they were, and then that was it. And then they just went into a cop movie. That's what I loved about the TV show because when I, like I said, when I left the theater, I didn't know. Well, where'd they come from? Who are they? Why are they here? And then the T. That's what. That's when the TV show took over a year later and explained everything. So I. That's why I loved it. Um, I think I love the TV series more than I, I. I do the movie. I mean, just because of all the explanations and all the adventures that uh, Sykes and Francisco. Uh, happened along and they're with their families, both of their family. Well, Sykes, he's, he was single and he had a kid, but she popped on every now and then. Uh, but the, the friend, the Francisco family, you got to know all of them, their daughter, their son. You watch them grow up uh, with the later on in the movies and everything. But um, yeah, I mean, the movie itself was just, it was something. It wasn't something new because earlier mm-hmm. in, I believe, 83, we had that V TV series or oh, the, the miniseries. Fine. Yeah, V. That was that was that good came one. out. That one was awesome. I love that. I love that mm-hmm. show. The, the whole TV series. I love the two uh, miniseries movies. The first one was just V. Then right. the second one was V, the final battle. Then they had the TV series and then they rebooted it with that other one that was on ABC. It, it was OK, but it, it wasn't the greatest. Yeah, they but, just, the problem um, with that new the new one is they built it up and then they just fucking canceled it with a bunch of loose ends on the end, you know? Yeah, that's what I was mad about. That I was excited because the way right. it left it on a cliffhanger. Uh, we're talking about V now. 
and the way it ended and then we never knew what happened um so i was i was already a huge fan of v but right before alien nation came out this was years earlier so when this movie alien nation came out they showed the spaceship in the beginning it looked exactly like the the v ship so i was thinking whoa is this is this (laughs) A continuation to V, and then when I right. saw the movie, it wasn't. Um, and they they did steal. I I, I read some things, and, and I did think this. I said, well, they kind of just stole the idea from uh, from V. But no, it's 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 got its similarities. But this one was uh, a totally different story and species of aliens. And this one was actually to me better than than all the V stuff. But um, the movie, I do love it. Uh, it is. It's got that little. Uh, 80s soft spot for for me but I mean it was just it, it was it was a good story and a good beginning to an awesome TV series so I mean it, I don't know I mean I, I loved it I mean if, if I if I like I'm sure we're gonna do ratings and yeah, right now I'll give you, you my rating rate it? the movie itself I would rate it I would rate the movie um, a nine damn oh, wow <laughs> shit okay. Yeah, and that's how much that's how much I that's how much I loved it. Oh no. <laughs> well <laughs> I'm gonna cut your score in half, man. <laughs> I'm giving it a four and a half, man. I uh yeah. I actually I actually didn't enjoy it as much as I enjoyed it. I found it kind of tedious to get through. Sorry, I mean it just wasn't uh it just wasn't for me, man. I I'm not a I'm not a cop procedural guy at all. It it just I thought it fell into that trap. I mean, the ideas were good at first, the makeup was good, but for me, it went downhill fast. Sorry. Um, well, I'm gonna bring <laughs> us back up. I'm a, I'm gonna give it an eight. Um, wow. I love, I love the world they introduced us to, and uh, Inigo Montoya. Damn. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna meet you in the middle. I'm gonna give it a seven. Um, I, Not too uh, bad. I do enjoy the cop procedural stuff, though. Um, I thought it was, like I said, it was, it was fun. Uh, it was mm-hmm. it was uh, uh, interesting the way that they did it, kind of realistic as far as you know an alien cop buddy movie goes. It was good. All right, well that's it. So it sounds like uh, more of us recommend it than not. So 1988's uh, Alienation. I'm sure you can find it out there somewhere. Um, all right, so we'll move on to the. Um, to the it's out. It is out. Is it on? Hold on real uh, quick. It is Netflix? out there. It's a. Oh no, none of it's out there. I know the movies on DVD, but and okay. the TV series, as well as the TV movies, they're they're box sets, two separate box sets. Uh, the whole TV series is on DVD. I wish they'd put it on Blu-ray, and uh, the box set of the TV movies is also available. So if you guys are really intrigued and want to see the further adventures of Sykes and Francisco, do pick up um, the TV series and then. The, the box set of the movies i i have all of them because like that's how much i love this this whole movies and uh, the tv series because to me alienation is, is is amazing i was i was always wishing that they would bring it back uh in a i didn't want a new version of it i wanted you, like the, the want, like, continuing re- adventures no, I don't. I want. I want more of this. I, I actually, I was at Comic Con one year, and I talked to Gary Graham. He plays Sykes in the in the TV series. Right. I asked him if they were gonna uh, bring out more, and he said he wrote. He had written a lot, and he wanted to try to get it going again, but they just Fox just said, "Nah, I think we're done with it. We're, we're fine with what's there." So. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he he thought about it. He thought it could 
could could keep going, and it does have its its uh, fan base out there. This is okay. I'm gonna tell you this right quick. I don't have it yet, but this is how much of a diehard Alien Nation fan uh, I am. Uh, the 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 overseers they have these tattoos on the wrist. It's uh-huh. the the tank the Tankinese uh, language you'd, you'd see on posters and everything in the movie. Um, I'm gonna get my son's name spelled out in the tank Tankinese uh, thing and and put it on my wrist uh, like the like the overseers <laughs> and because uh, I love the overseers and I thought that tattoo was was awesome. They they cool. explain it more on the TV series and uh, I want to get my son's uh, my son Kyle's name. Uh, written in tank to knees on, on my wrist and go to comic con one year and see if someone can and and would see it and know what it is that's how big of a dive of a diehard alienation fan i am i'm willing to put the tank to knees overseer uh lettering on my wrist because I, I love this whole series <laughs> yeah 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 like you nice. would like you with star trek man you have the sure the thing on you yeah i've got a couple of track tattoos more to come but yeah yeah i know now that you mention that i remember seeing like every, every once in a while in a scene in the movie like in front of a convenience store or something they would have a poster and i was like what the hell is that weird graffiti and i guess that was the the language you're talking about right yeah that's it i'm gonna get my son's name spelt out and put it on my wrist so Cool. Uh, o- only the overseers, the bad guys, uh, had that tattoos uh, yeah. on the wrists. I never, you don't know what they say because they sh- when they show it, they show it really mm-hmm. fast. But somebody did um, do the alphabet, and you you, go, you can go online and find it. Uh, the actual Tankinese uh, lettering, so it's cool. out there. All right, you guys ready to talk about the new one? Yep. Yeah. All right, so this was the uh, Netflix movie Bright. It came out last week, directed by David Ayer, also known for Suicide Squad and End of Watch. Uh, writer was Max Landis, also known for writing Chronicle and the TV show uh, Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency. The orcish love song that Jay refers to is actually a song called Hammer Smashed Face by Cannibal Corpse. Oh, that sounds about right. <laughs> um, Max Land... Oh, don't get ahead of yourself here, Max. Uh, he's described Bright as his Star Wars. <laughs> oh, I don't know about all that. <laughs> uh, and given a budget of $90 million, this film makes it the most expensive Netflix movie to date. So we better get something big here, right, Kevin? Oh, yeah, man. I, I can see where every cent went and like i said earlier this was my cool of the week or one of them and i at last at last year's or earlier this year's comic con they were they were they were hyping this up and i was kind of like huh, okay um and i love will smith don't get me wrong but i was like oh okay whatever another sci-fi will smith movie and i i, I did not think it was going to be what what it was to me this movie is lord of the rings on acid and yeah it was amazing it was amazing it was amazing <laughs> i loved every minute of it and I, that's why i don't want a part two but if they're gonna do it i mean they're, they're gonna do it but um I, I loved it i mean i thought every everything they did in it was was it was it started off kind of alienation with the the whole cop the buddy cop thing but how they didn't like each other or well Will Smith didn't like um, what was his uh, Jacoby 
Will uh, Will Smith was warred how he didn't how he didn't like him. I mean that's how Alienation started out. So I like that. But then once it got going and it totally turned, took a hard right and went into the whatever the Lord of the Realms, Lord of the Rings realm. They just I was like, what the hell? I didn't know what to expect after that. And each character that popped up into this or species wise or whatever with the the orcs and the elves and. The, the fairies and, and even had a dragon flying around in the background. Yeah, I mean, I that, that was just like, what is, I was like, what is this? And it was amazing. And then it turned into the cop story, but I, it didn't not like alienation where when it turned into the cop story, it just went with it. It kept the whole uh, idea of, of what the elves were, who the orcs were and, and all that. And, and I loved it. I mean, the performance, I didn't even know, uh, Joel Egerton was Jacoby. I didn't. I didn't yeah, look I didn't at either. it. I didn't know anything. I saw the trailer and that was it. I didn't read into it. I didn't want to know what the story was about. Right. So I was just gonna. I thought he was just an alien. And, so you're and saying just, that this makeup was as good as Alienation makeup was? Uh, it was a little better. <laughs> but, yeah. Well, I mean, it's so many years later, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That'd it be better. better. Uh, everybody's makeup job was good. I mean, and, and it was awesome. I think my right. favorite ca- character in this is, uh, I think her name was Le- Leah or Leela uh, or something. Oh, uh, uh, Naomi Rapace's character? Uh, I do not oh, like her. Yeah. I didn't like her in Covenant. Uh, not Covenant. Um, Prometheus. And other movies right. I've seen her in, but I loved her in this. I thought she yeah. was badass. She looks, she looks good, her. man. That was they yeah, really good makeup. I like her a lot for all, for uh. all the, the characters, especially the elves. Yeah, I mean, but we'll get we'll get to in spoilers. But I mean, I thought this every minute of this movie was awesome, and I loved mm-hmm. it. And I'm and I'm definitely gonna watch it again. What'd you think, Brian? Uh, I've watched it twice. I I really, really had a lot of fun watching this movie. Again, I love movies where you get introduced to a world and they do a lot of world building, which I did. I wish they did more because um, we'll get into it later. But it's just uh, they uh, some movies, they they introduce you to a world. And like you said, they they went into the cop stuff and they kind of went away from that. And that was like my one problem with this movie. Mm-hmm. And um, but overall, I Joel Edgerton was unrecognizable. I think he did a fantastic job. Numi Rapace, uh, I'm, I agree with you, Kevin. She's probably my favorite character in this. Um, Will Smith is Will Smith, you know. Right. I didn't. I didn't hate him, but you know, he didn't. He didn't do anything out of the ordinary than what he does he's definitely will smith in this movie um i I was (laughs) i was a little bit worried because Uh this is very when it starts out with the opening credits it's very suicide squad oh no (laughs) with with the with the look of it yeah but I had to keep. I, I kept telling myself, you know, he did. The, David Ayer did End of Watch. He did Fury. You know, exactly. he, he's he's done some good movies. So, yep. but overall, I I, I like the world we were introduced to, and um, I can't wait to get into spoilers because uh, there was a lot of stuff that um, I'm going to talk about that I wish they did more of. But overall, um, I think. Netflix, uh, this was a good investment. I, I do not agree with, I don't know if you guys have heard about the, the critics of saying this is the worst movie of 2017. Ah, uh, that's, that's not right. That's, oh, which, that's, not where, even. Where are they, where are they coming yeah, up with, with that, man? Come on. I don't see. And, and Rotten Tomatoes has been coming under fire. I pulled it up right here. 
Okay. It's got a Rotten Tomato score of 28%, but it uh, has an audience score low, of 88%. Okay. Uh, there's well, been the Star sum- Wars is the opposite of that, because they've yep. got a Rotten Tomato score of 91% and an audience score of 51%. Yeah. Wow. So... I don't know. I don't know what the critics have been watching, but is when it comes to this. But the the worst movie of 2017. The fuck no. This is far from that. But apparently, yeah, I can't wait. Apparently, can't they wait didn't see Bye Bye Man. Yeah, yeah that's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, I can't wait to get in the spoilers. Yeah, this was. Uh, I, I had a I had a real a really good time watching this movie, and and I think this was. I was so happy because it was kind of like going what you're referring to with the opening looking like Suicide Squad, and you were starting to sweat a little bit. Yeah, um, this is David Ayer being David Ayer again. This is a David Ayer film. This is a buddy cop, uh, two guys against the world, and um, you know I love the way that they set it up. And they did the uh, it, uh, like I said, the one part I did like about alienation was the the way they kind of brought the class struggles out and stuff like that and put it in a different setting by using aliens. And I think they even did a better job of that here, um, especially like with the setup, with the way the elves live and some of the some of the offhand comments they say about the orcs. Fairy lives don't matter today. You know what? Yeah, a lot. <laughs> there was a lot of that in there, and I think I think it's I think it came out at just the right time. This was a movie that. It it, it it's it picked a good year to be made because of a lot of the shit that's going on right now and a lot of the attitudes that people have. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of divisiveness right now. You guys are talking about the Rotten Tomatoes score versus the, the uh, audience score and stuff like that. And, I mean, this movie brings a lot of that to the forefront, but it does it in a fun, fantastical way. Um, I like what, what Kevin was saying about all the different characters. I don't, where were the hobbits, though? I didn't see any hobbits in this. Did you guys? That must be part two. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder. I gotta wonder yeah, about that. They may bring uh, in some new races. You know what? I really, I really enjoyed the movie. I, I thought it was going to be corny as hell. I thought, I thought, oh fuck, here goes more Suicide Squad shit. Yeah. But no, man. I, this is the David Ayer that, that I that I like. So happy with the movie. Yeah, what? I, uh, I, I, I was expecting a lot of cheese too. Um, and then when the movie started, uh, the first half of it, I really loved. I loved the whole setup. Um, you know, I love the orc cop thing, and then they're trying to learn each other's cultures junk, mm-hmm. um, even though Will Smith doesn't really want to be teamed up with this orc because nobody likes orcs. Yeah, um, kind of like kind of like a Zootopia throwback yeah. there with the cop. Yeah. <laughs> I, got, I uh, got that out of it a little bit. But it was uh, I I I loved the the buddy cop aspect of it, and um, I I almost actually wish that they had gone more of that buddy cop route and made it yeah uh, slightly uh, less fantasy um, because I, I I honestly thought the second half of it kind of got away from them. It got a little uh, a little too cheesy, um, and it was like oh that was. That was the cheese I was hoping I wasn't going to see the whole magical wand and all that crap. Right. Um, that so it was it was kind of just okay for me. I, I'm I'm sort of middle ground on it. I love the first okay. half of the movie, and the second just went a little too over the top. Kind kind of brought you down a little. Yeah. Um, you guys want to do scores so we can so we can get into spoilers. Yeah. Um, like I said earlier, I loved every minute of it. I'm giving it a ten. Holy oh, shit. Wow, dude. 
Definitely not not the bye bye man territory, huh? Oh no! I mean, this is why I give it a ten because I didn't read into it. I was just gonna. Right. I I just thought it was. I thought the uh, Jacoby character was an alien. I didn't mm-hmm. know right. anything else. I mean, I, when I, I saw the trailers at, at Comic Con, or not Comic Con, when they came on, but I didn't really pay attention to it too much. And come, I knew I was gonna. I knew I was gonna talk about it some somewhere or another on somebody's right. show. So I'm just okay. It's something new. I'll just take it for what it is. And yeah, and the David Ayer man, he let me down with Suicide Squad. So and Will Smith was in it, and I was kind of like, uh, okay. I, I just didn't want to read into it. I said I'll just take it for what it is. And this morning was right before we recorded this is when I watched it. Right. And I finally had got time to watch something. So I, I watched it. And and then I loved it, and I like I said I loved every minute of it for for what it was. It was a total shocker for me for what this movie was, not knowing anything about it, and that's why I give it a ten. I loved it. I love these. I love man. I love these. Um, I wouldn't call it sci-fi. It was more of fantasy. Sure. Okay. I'm looking at IMDb. It says action, crime, fantasy. It, then that's exactly what that's it was. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, that that's why I love those. I love action movies. I love crime movies. And I love fantasy movies. So, I was just, I was blown away with what I was watching. Uh, I was actually kind of te- texting back and forth with uh, Blind Frankenstein. And he had seen it. He hadn't seen it yet. And right. uh, we're, we're starting uh, his new his new show or uh, bringing back one of his old shows called Movie Copia. And we're going to tackle mm-hmm. uh, the, the Lord of the Rings uh, oh, movies wow. and, okay. and, nice. and the Hobbit movies. And I told him, I, like I said earlier, and then I told him, I said, dude, this is like Lord of the Rings on acid. You have to watch this movie. <laughs> so, I mean, that's why I loved it, man. It just it had the three things that, that I love. I mean, Will Smith let me down in the last couple of his movies, but this one, sure. I think it, it brought him back. But the only thing I didn't like about Will Smith, I hated that mustache. Shave that right. off. <laughs> <laughs> he may let it go in the sequel, man. He's <laughs> Will Smith and Super Troopers. Not all cops have <laughs> oh, that no. mustache. My buddy, my, a few of my buddies are police officers, and I, I love them. I love them. They're awesome at what they do, and they do not have that quote unquote cop mustache. Oh, I'd have a may, mustache if I was a cop. <laughs> may, maybe he has to keep it for another movie, and they don't want to digitally remove it. Oh, uh, <laughs> <man. laughs> wham! Right in the nuts. Um, <laughs> I I also really uh, really enjoyed this movie to the point where I I watched it again after I watched it, mm-hmm. and um, I'm gonna give it. Fuck it, I'm gonna go against the critics. I'm gonna give it a nine. I had wow. a lot of fun with it. I want more of this world, and mm-hmm. um, even if Will Smith does come back or if he doesn't, I, I like I said, I want more of this world. I I kind of want a prequel because there was a lot of stuff talked about that that they didn't really you know, show. And I kind of wanted to see it, which we'll get into spoilers, but I had a lot of history lessons would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, Yeah. nine out of 10. It was already a two hour movie though, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I thought, I thought they gave it just enough to, to, to let, to let you know exactly what was going on. I mean, I, I thought the pace was great. I I wasn't lost at, at any point in the movie. Um, it was a lot of fun that, you know, there's some stuff we'll talk about in spoilers that I think we, we all can say we, we kind of saw it coming, but, uh, you know, I, 
I was going to give it a six and a half, but I think after talking with you guys, I'm I'm going to raise it up to a seven. I think uh, I think it deserves it, man. I think Netflix they did a good thing here, man. I hope this movie wasn't the re- the whole reason that our Netflix rates just went up two dollars a month. Because if so, then I'm going to give it. I'm going to take it back down to a two. Just for that fucking reason, but uh, I got to give credit where credit's due, man. This is David Ayer back on his game. Definitely a, a seven. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it a six. I uh, not bad. I liked it. I think it was, it was, it was fun to watch. Um, I wasn't really bored at any point. I just, I, I think I just rolled my eyes a few too many times at the end. You know what I mean? It was just, sure. it, it went. It went a little too far into fantasy world, and I was maybe looking for more alienation-ish, where uh, they they made it a little more like, okay, what would be uh, realistic if this scenario was happening now? You know what I mean? So, like, if we went through this whole Lord of the Rings junk way back in the past, and the orcs and the elves and all that are still living now, then then how would the world be? And I thought it just was. Uh, just just a, a tinge too much fantasy. Um, mm-hmm. I enjoyed it, but I, I have no real urge to watch it again. Oh, that's cool, man. You give it a six, that means that that sounds like all four of us strongly recommend the movie then. Yeah, worth the watch. Especially if you have Netflix anyway, right? <laughs> Alright, cool. So, uh, you guys ready for spoilers? Yep. Who's, who's dying to jump in? This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. Um, I'm going to start. Um, I, I mentioned uh, there was a lot of world building stuff that I wish we would have gotten to see. And that was um, this war they spoke of that happened many, many, many years ago where... That's where the hatred of the orcs came from. Right. Is uh, they, um, what was the group? Because uh, there was that guy with the sword, the, the crazy guy. Mm-hmm. The right. He was part of the, the, the Order of Light or the Shield of Light or something. And he was talking, uh, pointing to uh, Jacoby's character, uh, Joel Edgerton's character, the orc. And mm-hmm. he was talking about, uh, we fought alongside each other, but you guys chose the dark. Uh, the dark lord over us and that's where you know the hatred of the orcs came from and i kind of wish we got to see like maybe a flashback of this this battle because it could have been pretty epic to see this battle yeah would have been nice and And how long ago was it i mean are these people still alive from the war or did it happen you know a millennia ago and they have nothing to fucking do with it yeah because you get the one cop um in the locker room that's that's that gets up in Will Smith's face because he does not like uh, orcs at all. Oh, yeah, he mentions the, the that ra- the racist Ike Ike yeah. Aaronholz, the guy who yeah, was also he, in Suicide Squad. <laughs> yeah, because he he mentions that his his family have been killing orcs for generations. Right. And um, there was a lot of stuff I wish they got uh, they brought up. I, I wish uh, we could have just we could have seen a dragon up close instead of off mm-hmm. in the distance flying yeah. around. And everybody just know, acts like it's. Yeah, yeah. That's a dragon. and another another thing I thought another thing I thought was pretty funny was uh, of course elves are the rich ones of course, of course. they are yeah. that's the first thing that popped in my head <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> to the point where where people are graffiti you know spraying graffiti uh, mm-hmm. what were they spraying uh, selfish 
yes with the, with the word that. elf in there yeah yep. i thought that was really good is there was a lot of stuff i, I really wish um I, we could have seen more of yeah i'm with you on on everything you just said i mean i don't want a part two movie i'm thinking about it now i want like an alienation give me a series so you can explain right uh oh, what I it is that. i think you can be- really build the world yeah maybe I that'll think happen it would be better yeah. netflix if you now, guys are listening not with will my- smith oh, he no. would never sign off on doing a series that's he too wouldn't much. Well, he did the that's Fresh too Prince. much money that oh, was see what you're saying now. 20, 30 years ago. Okay. <laughs> that was before he was the million dollar man. Yeah. Right. I do love Will Smith, though. I mean, he can kind of do no wrong to me. Yeah, and some I of love him in this. Some of his jokes hit, and some of them didn't. Like the the Shrek thing didn't really right. hit for me. He's always like that, but you know but, what? He's not going to be a hundred percent. Yeah, but yeah, but the other joke did. Re- I thought was super funny when. Uh, Jacoby was expressing uh, expressing how uh, humans uh, convey emotions through facial expressions, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Well, well, do the one that is uh, do the facial expression for shut the fuck up." And then just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was good. Said, See, yeah, like those those jokes. <laughs> yeah, those and I like this. I like this. Y'all keep on doing your gangster shit. I'm just trying to sell my house. Is all <laughs> right? Yeah. Will Smith all the way. So did you guys see the ending coming? I mean, surely everybody knew Will Smith was going to be a bright the whole time, right? Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. You had you had the, the crazy sword guy. Right. He, he was speaking orcish saying that uh, Will Smith was blessed and that Jacoby needed to to watch his back and to keep him safe. So I, I seen it coming. Yeah. I don't even know that they were trying to hide it. Yeah. Yeah. I thought, that was the only problem that was... I had, though. I kind of wish they'd. Uh, done some kind of twist at the end where like maybe Jacoby was the bride or something you know oh yeah that would have been cool I thought that's where they ruined where they went wrong with this was is giving that away way too early too early in, in the yeah. movie that there was like I was like okay so I knew like I knew Will, yeah I knew I knew something was uh Will Smith was gonna be the the, the chosen one and right. I mean, the social commentary behind it all, it, it just for the beginning with the whole hatred towards cops and, and the whole racism thing, like, like they gave us an alienation of how um, other cops didn't want uh, orcs or tank Denise guys to be to be policemen. And, sure. and like, yeah, like, like that guy said, he goes, yeah, my, my, my family was killing them in Russia uh, way back in the day and, and all this. But. It, it was it was all they they just kind of teased you teased you with a little bit of the the hatred uh, for cops and everything not so much because with, with this uh with this director david ayer i mean he's all his movies i mean the end of watch um uh street kings and yeah. and, and some of his First other times, ones and then he yeah wrote, he wrote training day he was the screenwriter yeah. for training day I mean that's what, and he used a lot of his uh, the characters like the the very first dude, uh, Will mm-hmm. Smith's uh, neighbor. He was in Training Day, and he was in uh, Street Kings, and and a couple of the other ones. Oh no shit! Um, yeah, he. I mean, I liked, um, I liked what they did, how they made L.A. just look just rough and tough, like it like it is mm-hmm. in the movies, and it is yes. like that. It, it not not to that extreme, but it it is some areas of L.A. are are like that. 
Um, but I think that the the whole character, the characters that I love the most in this were the elves. I loved, yeah, uh, like in Lord Lord of the Rings, they were the ones in the big giant castles, and they were all, sure. all nicely dressed and everything. And this one was the same thing. <laughs> right. They were all super Armani suits or whatever the mm-hmm. the the, the tie in suits are, in the Lamborghinis or whatever that everybody had in the the elf neighborhood seems like they owned downtown uh, yeah I but that, how did I, they get all their money uh, there weren't any elf cops or they anything had gold, they, work. they had all their gold they just, come on they shit gold yeah because <laughs> did you see the 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 guardrails they were all gold right? no <laughs> i thought it was awesome and yeah i mean there there was no explanation to how this world got to how it is with with everything i mean they they do need if they don't explain it, they don't explain it. But yeah. I think they need to. They need to explain how. Okay, maybe some in whatever this next one is going to be. How they just explain? Okay, have a, have a flashback of this is how it was way back in the day, and now they didn't even say what year this was, did they? I didn't catch that. I, I just assumed it was like so. modern time, you know. Yeah, it had to have been modern time because there was no. What what I did love about this. Um, after watching it, is they it didn't have all this um, super crazy technology like right. you know with, with these with these movies now with all oh, these movies in the future, so we can have all these crazy uh, smartphones that spit out images in the sky <laughs> that you can pick. I'm, I'm glad they didn't go that route. They just <laughs> stuck with uh, whatever the modern day technology is right now. But we're living mm-hmm. with with orcs and elves and, and dragons. I. I they they just teased me too hard with that dragon. I mean, mainly I've always loved dragons, but after yeah. Game of Thrones with all that dragon stuff, man, I just I wanted something, some of that. Maybe they will give us that in in the next one or whatever they're gonna do with this with this TV series or with this bright world that they gave us. And yeah, I mean, they didn't explain. They just teased us with, okay, this is with that and this is this, but we want to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, the, well, the fans of this show, like, like for myself and, and as well as you guys, I mean, we want to see what, what they were talking about. Don't hint, don't tease us with, oh, this is what happened, but we're not going to show you anything. Right. I mean, I want to know how it started, how, where it began and what it's, it's obviously earth because they kept calling it all Los Angeles, but mm-hmm. I want to know this realm or this world or whatever, where we're all living together with all these different species. Cause they never, they never said human, did they? Yeah, I think they did. Uh, when, when, cause when they were talking about people being brights, um, there's only yeah, a handful yeah. of humans that, uh, that's right. The head ever. Yeah, it was like, that. yeah, they said it was like when to humans, it was like one in a million, yeah. Okay, I'm, I must have missed the human part, but but and I I, I think you're right. You know, I mean, there's a, there's a whole lot of splitting to do, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, the door's wide open, man. But uh, you know, I mean, yeah, you're gonna only make the movie so long. Um, I, I think your your TV series idea for this is great. That would be spot on because uh, mm-hmm. they could just they could spend a lot of time with a lot of backstory and 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 give you this whole world. You know. Well, that's where that extra two dollars a month is going. Yeah, yeah. no shit. I want <laughs> my dollars worth. Netflix I want on my this. two dollars. Two dollars. <laughs> Was anybody uh, disappointed that Will Smith never used that sword? Uh, not really. I kind of was. was he he when he picked it up, he kind of glanced at it. 
Right. And they had that that like kind of bad boys uh, from bad boys when they do the little pan around shot. A little. It was like, yeah, I kind of was like. As the Transformers movie when Mark Wahlberg didn't use a goddamn sword. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Or when he became a Transformer, or yeah. whatever. Uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> That's also on my bottom list. Yeah, uh, I figured it would be. Yeah, and, and another thing I want more of is, uh, I can't remember the character's name, but he was played by Edgar Ramirez. He was the head of the, the task force for the Department of Magic. Oh, basically like human? the FBI agent. Yeah, because he he seemed to have an. I, I at first I couldn't tell if he was good or bad, right. but then as the movie went on, he seemed to have a problem with uh, Numi Rapace's character. Ah, okay. You mean like a like uh, just a problem like a, a yeah because it's, it's her personally. Yeah, it, it's like he knew that her with the magic wand or her or whatever her group of elves uh, that that were coming into our world or wherever they were coming from. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he knew it was a bad a bad deal gonna happen. So oh, right. he was the elf, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. See, those characters were cool too, but they didn't give you a whole lot of backstory. Yeah, to the guys. yeah. That's, they were, it I, was very mysterious. I'd I'd say if anything, the the guy that he was with could could have been a hobbit. You know, he could have yeah. he could have shown up with a hobbit instead of another human. But yeah. whatever. I I think we're all saying the same thing. We want more of this stuff, and we already know there's a sequel. So hopefully, more more stuff on the way after that too. Right? Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm totally down for it. Yeah, I just want a, a lot of uh, explaining. And uh, the thing I was mad is I love Jay Jay Hernandez. Uh, they they didn't need to kill him. He could have been. You, he yeah, he didn't make it you, very far, did he? You knew he was dying, though. Oh no, I like him. I liked him in uh, everything he's done. But, oh, right. that guy. Yeah. As soon as soon as he popped up and he was like, "I got to yeah. call this in," I was like, "You're you're gonna die now." Uh-oh. <laughs> you're done. He, he totally played the the Wild West sheriff. Showed up with it with his cowboy yes. hat on. I was like, "Oh, come on!" I mean, yeah. I think that, that I think the thing though, man. the thing that the thing that shocked me was uh which i thought was a little cheesy but then as it went on and i saw the power of it it was the magic wand when i was like wait i went wait what and i was like okay and but then i think i was so far into it of it being uh good cops against bad cops and all that and then when the magic wand popped in it pulled me back into okay, we're in, we're in a fantasy world, and right. I was kind of like, "Wow, this, this is it's a total change." I was waiting for Harry Potter to come flying in yeah. uh, <laughs> in his room. <laughs> I did, I, I did like the effects though of uh, when they went into that building before they got the wand. You seen the the people burning? Oh yeah. But when when they went back to that building later, they were still there, like just burning still. So I, I kind of like that effect that it had. And <laughs> at least it I wanted to look like it was CGI. Yeah, I wanted to I wanted to see more of the wand because they what, yeah, what did sure they say will. it was a, a nuclear weapon that grants wishes. Right. I, I wanted to see uh, more of what the wand can do. So yeah, like you said, Lance, maybe we'll get more of that. So you, you guys think you guys think Will Smith's going to be in the sequel? Uh, they announced it, but I'm really liking this series idea. And I think if anything, he would be make maybe make cameos throughout the season. But I don't know how much they are going to invest in the sequel because, like you said, it was what ninety million. 
Yeah, it's a lot of money. Yeah. Well, I if they do a, a TV series or whatever, if it's a movie, most likely both of these these guys will come back. But if they go the TV series right, you can slap that makeup on anybody to play Jacob. <laughs> but um, as far as Will Smith's character, I don't know. I mean, either he does. Maybe it's just the further adventures of Jacoby, right. and then maybe Will Smith will pop in every now and then. But I don't know. Oh, yeah. We'll see. <laughs> Slap the makeup on anyone. <laughs> I guess you could bring uh, Jaden Smith in, huh? Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, that'd be a kiss and death. <laughs> All right. You guys, you guys ready to wrap up? Yep. yep. That's it. Hey, uh, once again, guys, thank you so much for letting me come on. It's always a blast to come on here and, and talk about this and that. And right on, everyone. And Happy New Year to all you listeners out there. Happy yeah, well, New Year. Well, dude, we we appreciate it, man. I think uh, uh, you, you uh, open to come on again in a couple more weeks. Of course. Oh, uh, this, got... is, this is the song you need to finish with. Okay. Uh, the, that, uh, the hammer smashed face. Yes. <laughs> hammer oh, smashed, the, yeah. the, the, cannibal, the Cannibal Court song. But Thank don't you use the, my job for me. <laughs> you use the uh, that that's the song that they played in uh, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, when he went into that club and Cannibal Cor- oh, Cannibal Corp yeah. was on stage. You need to find the find the video of when um, Cannibal Corpse is playing, but Ace Ventura is is on the mic. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> that, have that ver- have that version close it out. <laughs> Awesome. All right. Well, uh, yeah. as always, we want to thank you guys for listening to another episode of The Horror Returns. We'd love to hear your feedback and ideas, and you can always email us at thehorrorreturns at gmail.com. Uh, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Podbean, and iTunes. And uh, like Brian said earlier, next week we're going to be joined by Pedro Nunez from the uh, K Fabulous Lucha Brothers podcast. We're going to talk about the new Insidious film, The Last Key, as well as the original. So, uh, Philip, in your best Mickey Mouse voice, dude, until the horror returns again. Good night.